Hello and welcome to another episode of My Journey with MS. I haven't done many podcast episodes recently, largely because I've been concentrating on the YouTube channel. So that's definitely worth uh, checking out if you haven't seen it. Um, I think you just search My Journey with MS on um, on YouTube and you should find the videos there. So I did a lot of videos around my Lemtrada treatments and things like that. Uh, which hopefully people will find useful. Um, I, I couldn't find a huge amount of information before I was going in for the treatment, so uh, hopefully it'll be it'll be good for some people who, who are, were in the same kind of boat. Um, it's Mental Health Awareness Week, so I just wanted to record a quick podcast, uh, basically to talk about my own mental health uh, and my struggles therewith. There um, and basically tell you the story of what happened to me in the in the wake of my diagnosis and and in the time that passed that um and just to clarify for those who maybe haven't listened to this before or or don't know anything about me um I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis uh, in the summer of 2018 um I, I think it was like sort of July time that I got the diagnosis and I was getting married in September of 2018 so it it hit me with a kind of a big old two by four but I had something obviously lined up in sense of the of the wedding and the honeymoon and all that kind of stuff um which all went went brilliantly it was it was an amazing time of my life um except for the fact that this massive thing was hanging over me but I was kind of swept up in the whirlwind of that um and we went on a mini moon straight after the the wedding in um to Tenerife and then in um the November we went to Cuba uh, we got back from Cuba and uh, was straight into Christmas and everything that surrounds that. So it, it it was very much a kind of one thing after another in the initial stages of my diagnosis that meant I didn't properly get to deal with it, I guess. Um, it kind of got pushed to the bottom of my my mental capacity, really. Um, and it it was really only last year in 2019 when I started to get hit I think by the after effects of the diagnosis and everything that comes with it and I found myself in a very dark place basically there's no other way to to describe it I felt kind of quite self-destructive in terms of my career um I left an agent that I was with even though the agent was was brilliant um from an acting point of view they were they were they were one of the top agents in the in the country um actually and I left them um basically kind of thinking well you don't know how to deal with disabled actors so I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to go sign with a, a, a an agency that does know how to deal with disabled actors and that was a big mistake I shouldn't have done that um I, I've I've now kind of got my career back on track apart from everything that's going on with the coronavirus and things at the moment that stopped all forms of acting in that sense so not great um but no that was you know that was kind of fine and I um I found myself having really dark thoughts and uh, suicidal thoughts basically I started to think about how life would just be so much easier for other people if I wasn't in it um how I would not be a burden to my wife uh, if I was no longer here for her to have to kind of worry about financially and deal with and all those sorts of things and uh, and I I did just start having suicidal thoughts and and I was terrified I didn't know what to do I was I would just find myself crying randomly um found myself overwhelmed is the only word I can I can think to use about it all 
um, overwhelmed with the stresses of everything that came with um, came with having been given this diagnosis. And I didn't know what to do and I didn't know where to turn and I didn't know what possible way forward there was for me. And I, and I was really scared and I didn't know who to turn to because I thought, you know, I know for a fact that the, the Samaritans are really just a listening service and it's, that will be really good for some people, but it wasn't necessarily what I needed. I needed, I needed more kind of active help. Um, and then there were other kind of things going on. I thought I, I can't talk to my wife about it because she'll never want to leave me alone. You know, she'll be terrified that she'll come home one day and, I, and I'll have killed myself or whatever if I tell her. So I can't tell her. I, I don't really want to talk to my friends about it for the same reason and because I didn't want to put that burden on them. And I, and I really started to get into this destructive mode of thinking, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to move forward with this. Um, and eventually I went to see my GP and on the day, um, the I, I just did a kind of you know on the day appointment with the with the gp and there's there are two gps that i go to one uh, is really good she's really um kind of friendly and open and everything else and the other he i find less easy to talk to and he's quite um dismissive of things sometimes i think just because of course he's heard everything over the years and i think he just sort of you know you'll go in thinking absolutely convinced that you've got a lump you know in your in your arm or something and he'll just be like no that's just fat you know it'll be quite quite brutal over things and the appointment that i had on the day was with him and i was sort of thinking god i don't know whether i'm going to be able to speak to him about what's going on and in the end, I, it, it turned out to be really, really fortunate because I did speak to him. I did tell him what was going on. He was very understanding. And I'd said to him about a friend of mine who was given antidepressants and he was misdiagnosed, this friend of mine. And it actually turned out that he was manic depressive and uh, they gave him antidepressants. And when he was in the manic phase of his manic depre uh, depression, but on antidepressants, he was going crazy he got sort of tattoos all over his body he did all sorts of kind of mad and crazy things and I was sort of saying you know I'm really worried that's going to happen to me and the GP sort of said look you know you don't need to be afraid um he said I, I was on antidepressants for a time um and you know I started on the the high dose and it didn't really work for me and I was getting really worried and everything else and he said I spoke to my wife and she said well then why don't we try you on the lower dose and see how that works and he said and I did that and that made all the difference so he said let's start you on the low dose um, and let's see how you end up so that's what happened he, he started me on the low dose I went home and I spoke to my wife about it and I spoke to some friends of mine about it and I had a appointment at the gps the following week to kind of discuss what you know how we thought the 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 pills were working and stuff and i went in and i was like yeah i think they, they've really made a difference because i do feel much better i'm not having so many dark thoughts and things and and um and the gp was like yeah that that's not that's nothing to do with the antidepressants they'll take a little while to work um something else has made that that happen and i realized that it was just talking to people it was just talking to my wife talking to my friends speaking to them telling them what was going on it wasn't they didn't give the reaction that i was expecting you know they didn't kind of feel like they had to be with me all the time or or, or anything like that um and that that made a huge difference to me um and my you know my kind of approach to the whole thing my mentality over the whole thing and i realized that you know goodness that these these guys really do care about me and and i started 
to feel better. I, um, I did. I, you know, that was that was towards the end of 2019. Um, the GP referred me for um, for uh, counselling, um, and that took a while. I'll be honest. That took a couple of months, maybe, to get that going. Um, but that I started that towards the end of 2019 as as well, and that and it was really useful. The combination of all of those things was was really useful and I'm in a much, much, much happier place now. Um, I'm still on the antidepressants. I still feel the need to speak to my counsellor when I can. I haven't been able to since lockdown began. Um, In fact, since before lockdown began because I I have my second course of Lemtrada um in at the end of February. So I haven't been able to see her since sort of sort of middle of February. Um but I feel like I'm in a much better place and I feel like I have a better understanding of the stresses and strains that 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 people face across all walks of life not just because of a medical diagnosis but maybe because of work they're struggling with or you know any number of other of other things um and I guess what I would say is that if you find yourself and and in this current circumstance it's totally understandable that you might find yourself really really struggling my advice would be to speak to someone. I know how scary it is. I've been there. I've been in the room with my wife thinking, I want to kill myself and thinking, I can't tell her. I can't speak to her about this. Um, so I'm I'm telling you this from a place of experience that the very best thing you could do is talk to someone. Speak to them. Have a chat with them. Talk through your problems. Tell them why you're feeling the way you're feeling and let them guide you let them help you and you know what maybe not everyone will react in the same way as 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 my wife did but that doesn't mean that you were wrong to speak to them um you will have been right to speak to them speak to friends speak to your gp um just speak to someone just reach out um and i i very much hope that that's helpful and that's useful and you know what if you if you if it's still a mistake well then nothing's changed you're still in a position where you can have you know you're having the thoughts that you're having so it you know you you won't have lost anything by speaking to somebody but you will certainly have gained something potentially that that could be the most important thing that happens to you um and i think it's really important as we go into this mental health week and and everything that surrounds it that that you are kind to yourself and you realize that you're not on your own there are other people that have felt the same way and there are there are ways out of it. There are ways to get into a better situation, a better feeling um, than you've currently than you're currently going through. So, yeah, my my advice is to speak to somebody, whoever that may be. Speak to somebody. Just get it off your chest because you'll stop. I felt trapped in my own head. That's the that's the truth of the matter. I felt really locked inside my own head, and I think what you need to do is speak to somebody. And it's like releasing a pressure valve. It really is. But be kind to yourself. Realize that life is really difficult sometimes. And it's not a bad thing to admit that to yourself or to other people, everything. Um, and be, feel free to, to, to send me a, a tweet or, or whatever, uh, you know, uh, and I'll try and speak to you about stuff as best I can. I'm, I'm not an expert, but I'll tell you what I went through. Um, the Twitter is uh, at my journey with M two. I couldn't get MS for some bizarre reason, so my, at my journey with M two. 
uh, on Twitter, uh, and I, and I'll speak to you as best I can and and tell you what I went through, um, and and hopefully that will be a help. Hopefully this has been a help, um, in some way. Do let me know if um if there's anything that you'd like me to talk more honestly and openly about. I, I think it's really important to do it. I think speaking honestly and openly is a really really important thing to do over your mental health and i and i try to begin as many conversations as i can about it um but remember it's not easy but taking the first step on any journey is the crucial moment so do get in touch do let me know um if this has been helpful for you um and be kind to yourself on this uh my men uh, this mental health week um and i'll speak to you soon bye-bye